Welcome back, listeners, to the final episode of Series 6, JCOS Presents Sound Sociology. In this final episode, we're going to be looking at the patterns of educational attainment for ethnic minorities and levels of achievement. Statistics show that educational achievement is to some extent related to ethnic minorities. Uh, Students from some ethnic backgrounds tend to underachieve educationally, um, while others achieve. Whilst the data I'm using is somewhat dated, the patterns haven't really changed. Uh, The national average for five or more A star to C, which obviously now is four to nine, is nearly 57%. Ethnic minority groups who tend to underachieve are those who come from a black Caribbean background or a gypsy Roma background, while those who overperform or achieve are those from a Chinese or an Indian background who almost achieve 75%, five or more A star to C. This alarming disparity between ethnic minority groups only further heightens our very controversial topic that we are facing at the moment, where we are doing enough as an education system and institution to challenge and support those from ethnic minority backgrounds and to make the curriculum holistic. Now, when looking at statistics like this, we have to obviously treat it with a degree of circumspect. Um, In some forms of statistics, it can be very broad and not actually go into the specific ethnic backgrounds. Sometimes ethnic minority groups are classified as Asian and fail to differentiate between Indian, Pakistani and Bangladeshi. And obviously, statistics do not allow us to examine the possible influence of how social class is very much in line with ethnicity. In this episode, we're going to look at inside and outside school factors which shape the achievement of ethnic minority groups. When we look at the home life of ethnic minorities, it's important to factor in that we don't just look at ethnicity in isolation, but we look at it in relation to social class. Reid pointed out the differences in achievement and that it's not just a case of social class and ethnicity, but it's actually a combination of these two things. In fact, ethnic minorities are much more statistically likely to experience poverty and material deprivation. So it's not just a case of facing racial discrimination, but also levels of material deprivation and lack of finances. Research done by the DFES, the Department for Educational Standards, showed that minority ethnic groups are more likely to experience deprivation. And this deprivation can influence the underachievement, particularly those from a Pakistani, Bangladeshi, Black African and Black Caribbean backgrounds. Noting that actually 70% of pupils uh, from a Bangladeshi, 60% from a Pakistani and Black African were 20% more likely to live in the most deprived postcodes within the UK, whereas only less than 20% of the white British population are likely to live in those deprived postcodes. This is an alarming statistic and it demonstrates how actually external factors have a strong influence on the achievement of ethnic minorities. It can't just be looked at in isolation as ethnicity, but we have to work alongside social class in our understanding of it. So one factor we could explain is material deprivation and the increased likelihood of being in material deprivation for ethnic minorities. There's also cultural differences. This view suggests that the cultural norms and values of some ethnic minority groups may be different to the mainstream 
cultural norms and values. This may affect students' achievement because schools are seen to be institutions where they are mainstream and white dominated. It is argued that languages spoken at home may be also an important factor in achievement. Some children have only recently arrived in the UK and may speak very limited English and as a result of this are further disadvantaged. But Clark points out that the issue of languages may be more complex than it first appears. Some students from various parts of India, Pakistan, Bangladesh can speak up to eight different languages. This may actually lead to some confusion when English is introduced as an additional language or alternatively may demonstrate an ability to quickly absorb new languages. The fact is, students from Indian backgrounds are high achievers at the present moment, perhaps that their languages, that language restrictions are not actually hindering them from achieving. So it's important that we don't, from this idea, that we don't just lump uh, ethnic minorities altogether, but we appreciate the nuance of different ethnic groups and not just uh, classify it as BAME or black and ethnic, black and minority ethnics. Other external factors can include parental expectations. Sociologists have argued the level of encouragement that a child receives from their parent can explain educational success or failure. And we learnt this in the social class topic when we looked at how cultural capital and um, attitudes around Sugarman's deferred and immediate gratification supports this. Um, Parents of those from ethnic minority groups are less interested in children's education than, um, than parents from other groups. However, there is plenty of evidence to suggest that that is a wildly inaccurate claim. A study uh, by the Inner London Education Authority in 1987 reported that Indian families put pressure on their children to succeed and they are very much interested in their child's education in being successful. And this might contribute to why they positively perform. In a number of areas for African-Caribbean parents established Saturday schools because they were worried their child was, children were underachieving. Ken Price's study of African-Caribbean communities in Bristol in the late 70s found that parents were very aspirational for their children to do well. As well as Batty in 1999, who found that some Asian parents were often poorly educated themselves, but wanted to have a strong desire to help their children in the future. However, Batty's research um, of parents... um, The parents in her sample felt a sense of frustration at the lack of knowledge of school and education systems. The school lacks an interest in them and the gap only gets wider as that lack of interest continues. This idea of parental expectations also demonstrates how external factors like material deprivation, like cultural differences between their their own culture and what school represents, as well as parental expectations, can shape how well a child does or doesn't do. Now, it's interesting that we speak about how school could be perceived as a white mainstream culture, and this has raised lots of questions in the last 12 months, especially with the Black Lives Matters campaign, and how there is a, a... rethinking of the national curriculum especially in subjects like history which have had to rethink and re replan the way that they deliver certain topics uh, exploring the ideas of colonialism not necessarily just in a positive way uh, but also the negatives of colonialism as well as well as not just whitewashing particular parts of history out for ethnic minority groups All of this can help to also explain why 
actually, if you're an ethnic minority student, is school for you? On top of this, we have inside school factors. Now, we, we spoke about inside school factors in a previous episode. We looked at things like labelling, uh, anti-school subcultures, educational triage, setting, streaming. Um, but when it comes to ethnic minorities in achievement, we can also start to understand uh, how that has an impact on achievement, not just through the ways I've mentioned, but also the type of schools they attend. Some research suggests that the main factor in explaining differences in educational attainment is not a student's ethnic background, but the culture of a school. Smith and Tomlinson, in a study of 18 comprehensive schools, identified important influence within the school, including the quality of teaching, the resources available, the attitudes, the policies, and the overall quality of teaching. Now, whilst that is to do with the quality of the school itself, it raises questions around, well, if your school is in a deprived area, and we know that ethnic minorities are statistically more likely to live in a deprived area, does that mean there is some kind of gearing towards ethnic minorities attending institutes and schools which are not performing to the best they can do? We also have ideas of labelling, as mentioned. Sociologists say that some teachers have stereotypical views of students and pre-judgments of what they think certain ethnic groups will do or not do. For example, some teachers may have a very high expectation of Asian students, and in particular Asian girls, who could be seen as quiet and passive and obedient and will follow instructions. Research by Tony Sewell has also found out that uh, children from an African-Caribbean background, especially those who are boys, are more likely to be perceived as disruptive. And as a, as a result of that, teachers expect less from them and have less encouraging words to say to them. But to counter that, Misra in 1997 notes that evidence from young African-Caribbean girls, they have a stronger sense of wanting to achieve and be motivated and to do, go far in life. So actually they go a long way to reject the label that could be potentially placed on them, therefore creating a self-negating prophecy. As well as this, we have other inside school factors like the ethnocentric curriculum. As mentioned, subjects like history and English can overlook uh, black and Asian writers, uh, bits of art, bits of music, bits of culture, and tend to focus on a Eurocentric point of view. There are other factors to consider, such as a lack of black and ethnic minority teachers in schools. All of this can play into the underachievement or the potential arguments for the underachievement of ethnic minority pupils. It's important to ground what we've looked at in today's episode. And whilst it's been a bit of a whirlwind and we've covered lots of topics, I think it's important that you take that moment and pin it down in three, fours and twelve markers. So how about having a go at this? Identify and explain one home factor that may affect attainment for some ethnic minority groups. Four marks. Or identify and explain one way in which inside school factors may influence educational achievement of ethnic minority students. Four marks. Or if you're feeling brave, try a 12 marker. Discuss how far sociologists agree that students from an ethnic minority background are more likely to underachieve in school. For now, I'll say happy revision and I'll see you on the new series of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology with lots of more new stuff to come.